evening and welcome to a very sneaky little live stream from my bathroom where I'm hiding from my kids. Now, I'm not really hiding. They're actually having a great after school play with uh, a lot of noise and a lot of um, exuberance, which I would expect them to have on a Friday evening. So I'm going to leave them to it while I bring this notion to you this evening. I've been thinking about this a lot lately, about this idea that when you go into business for yourself, you've got flexibility. Now, everybody I've spoken to, all my mentoring clients tell me the same thing. The reason they've got into business for themselves is that they're looking for some flexibility. They wanna be in control of their time. They wanna be in control of their hours. They wanna be in control of what sort of work they do and when they do it and where they do it from. Right, sounds great, doesn't it? Yeah, and I know that I decided to go into private practice for pretty much the same reasons. In fact, I left my university job as a lecturer at the University of Tasmania to go into full-time private practice from being a part-time part-time lecturer, part-time private practitioner. I left my uni job, the security and all of the known world to leap full-time into my private practice so that I could have more flexibility. Guess what? The day that I finished up at the university, I found out I was pregnant with my first child. So from day one of being in full-time private practice, I was gearing up towards a business life that was in my head going to be fully supporting the flexibility that I needed to raise a small family. So I wonder if you can guess what happened after that. So obviously starting out as a sole trader, uh, building up my clientele, building up my referral sources, building up my business required a lot of time, a lot of energy, a lot of thinking, a lot of work. And when I had my far too short maternity leave and came back to work, I found it a real struggle to balance the idea of a flexible business with the idea of being a good enough parent. And that was a huge struggle for me, a huge struggle for me. So as time wore on, so that was 10 years ago, and then since then, what I have found is that I work harder, I work longer hours, I get up earlier, I do far more in my day, pack far more in my day than I ever used to do as an employee of somebody else. So what happened to flexibility? What happened to being in charge of my hours, my time, the jobs that I do and all the rest of that. I've managed over the 10 years to work around having children. Now that doesn't mean my children come second, but it means that I have to think of my business as being like another child and have to find ways to make sure that it's looked after as well as finding ways to make sure that I'm looked after so I don't burn out as a business owner. And I think a lot of business owners hit, hit that certain point in their business ownership where they're realizing that they're putting themselves not only behind their children, not only behind their partner, but also behind their business. So the flexibility myth, it's what draws us into owning our own businesses and yet oftentimes we are our own worst enemies because we're not being flexible enough with ourselves we expect a lot of ourselves and you know all the invisible work and I know you get it 
all the invisible work that goes on behind the scenes, the hiding in the bathroom to get five minutes to answer a phone call, or the up after the kids have gone to bed, when really what you wanna do is have a glass of wine and watch Netflix, but what you're actually doing is catching up on your 140 emails in your inbox. I know you get it, right? So my mentoring clients tell me that this is what drew them to own their own business, but what they've also found is that they have this seesawing, up and down love for their business. So they're happier to put in the hours that they do compared to what they might have felt putting in just normal working hours for an in an employed role. So I think what's really important is to spend a little bit of time thinking about what it is that you love about your business. Think about the things that energize you. Think about the things that really fill you up and that you could spend all day and all night and all the next day again doing if you were just left to your own devices to do. Think of the things that love you and try or that you love even, and think about what you can do to make sure that you've got opportunities to balance the workload that you do so that there is a mix between the have to do's and the love to do's. I think for all of us, there's a lot of stuff that we have to do that we don't necessarily enjoy doing. And I know for me, it's the inbox. My email is a it's a dead zone. It's a no man's land. I, actually, I tell my team to, uh, we use a communication app and I tell them, send me a voice message on the app and you'll get a quicker response from me because I almost hit overwhelm just at the thought of opening up my email inbox. For me, that's a hate to do, to sit down and wade through all the emails picking out the cherries. The cherries are the ones that I'm excited to read, that I've got something exciting to share back to that person, or I've got a, a solution to a problem that somebody's brought to me. But in amongst all, you know, you know what an inbox is like. I'm not gonna even bore you with the details of my inbox. But think about the things that really fill you up. Think about the things that deplete your energy as well. Is there an opportunity to delegate some of those? Can you actually think about a virtual assistant. So for example, um, some agencies will offer virtual assistants who will act as a PA for you and actually prioritize your emails in your inbox for you. So you know which ones are more likely to be the cherries that you can check first. Can you think about the things that uh, aren't even in your job? So for example, um, some of my mentoring clients who are private practice owners feel that they should be the one to clean their practice. Um, now, that's not necessarily the job of the owner of a business to do that. Sure, it might help out, but it might not be the role of the owner to do that work. Uh, or it might be the business owner is, is feeling that it's their job to answer the telephones because they're worried that um, they might miss a sale or they might miss a customer. So really thinking about, are you doing the jobs that are your job? First of all, are there some things that you could delegate because they're not really your job to do if you've got someone else who can do them within your team or outsourced to a virtual assistant or some other kind of agency that can help you? Think about the things that you love to do and make sure there's a good whack of those in your, in your day and in your week and in your month. Make sure that you're really energizing yourself as a business owner by prioritizing the things that you're best at. Making sure that you're really spending as much time as you can in your genius zone. Because let's forget this flexibility myth. 
we can't be skipping off to the Bahamas every five minutes. We can't be skiving off for long lunches every five minutes. In fact, I had coffee with a friend and business owner colleague this morning and uh, it's the first time in a really long time I've actually sat down and just had a relaxing coffee with somebody. Um, so I think it's really important to make sure that when we think about the flexibility that drew us into being in business, that we also remind ourselves, yes, we're working far longer hours than we ever thought we would. Yes, it's a lot more stressful than we ever thought it would be but we do have some control over the tasks that we fill our days with. So I'm going to leave that thought with you because I think that's where you might find the gold in the flexibility myth. The flexibility myth isn't about skipping off into the sunset, having lovely martinis in a field of daffodils. The flexibility comes in choosing what you do during your day. Yes, we have to do the shitty stuff sometimes, but you get to choose how much. Have a wonderful weekend. I'm gonna now emerge from the bathroom and go and rejoin my children. I think they're playing some kind of video game now. So I might go, they're teaching me how to do it. And for me, that's, that's cool. It's cool fun. So I will talk to you all next week, no doubt. Have a wonderful weekend and uh, be good if you can. Bye.